to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 109. I beat Chris to the intro there. We're podcasting. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. How's it going? Yeah, no, it's good. It's been a good week. Tiring, sore, aching. Did you know. know last week's episode was pretty much all about you? Oh, really? When I listened back to it, I was like, oh, I didn't say anything. So I'm going to jump in really quickly. And the it's other- all about you. No, no, <laughs> not at all. The other weekend, I went to the T-Rail Museum, and uh, I felt stink not mentioning my uh, new another museum visit. Oh, so we missed that out last week. Yeah, totally. You, you didn't write it down. No, right? I oh, completely yeah. forgot. Cool. Uh, so pretty it's, good. It's, it's one of the largest. I, I thought you were just about to say it was forgettable. No, no. It's uh, <laughs> one of the largest private collections of random stuff uh, in New Zealand. The guy's been collecting since he was like 10. When you say random stuff, what are you talking about? Like everything? Like Yeah, yeah. He's got like um, a tourist brought some. Because this guy's been collecting since the age of nine and he's 70 now. And he's there. Like it's yep. a shed. It's a bunch of sheds next to his house. And there's some old people there that help him with stuff because he was telling us a story about when he went to Australia and brought back some dead scorpions. But um, anyway, there's uh, all sorts of just old New Zealand stuff. There's an old store set up that was, uh, at the time, had everything you could imagine, and it was the T-Rail store. Like, these guys were, like, over the top. Like, they were selling, like, all food products, and then in the shop window is the very first fridge that anyone brought from the store back in the day in Tira. Wow. So so that was, like, the old general store. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It know, was. I think it was. one the, store. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had that, and then he had, uh, he's got this really weird little collection of things that some guy went to Pompeii years ago on a tour. And he was like digging and, things and out, pocketed some stuff which you're not allowed to do, yeah. or at least that, you're not allowed to do now. Yeah, well, I think it's frowned upon at all times, but uh, yeah, he brought back these bits and pieces from Pompeii. All right, and then uh, there's some old vintage uh, cars and things out the back as well. And oh wow, yeah, That's it was good. Cool. At That's one point, cool. I thought I was going to pass out, but that was uh, I wasn't feeling too good. And uh, you needed a smoke fish pie. That's I, really what you needed. Maybe, but uh, the. Um, when you go in the tin shed out the back, it's just like a sauna looking at cars. And you're like, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, that heat thing's a bit So now that I've covered that, uh, thanks for listening to episode 109. Yes, thanks for being here. That's it. I, no, I mean, I, we can stop it now. I'm covered. <laughs> no, don't, don't be like that. Don't be like that. Um, I wanted to say that I went to uh, see Rock of Ages. This yes. weekend. I didn't write that down. I just remembered. I knew there was something else. I knew you hadn't spoken about it, and I thought, Chris is going to save it for the podcast, because yeah. that's how it works. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah. it was really good. Um, I am going to be a little critical of it. So, Rock of Ages, if you haven't seen the film, you really should. It is, is the film out there. It's a bit weird. Yes, it's very good. Uh, I like it the is monkey. Good. Um, is the stage show based on the movie, or is the movie based on some other stage show? Do you know? I honestly okay. have no clue. Just um, the the stage show, well, at least the version we saw. Obviously, it's a licensed stage show. Um, is a bit different in plot than the movie. Not a lot, but a little bit different. And so that that was interesting. We it, it's amateur theatre in in um, Hamilton, New Zealand, really. 
um, our friend Hen- Henry Ashby, who we've been uh, working with as an actor on a few films, Sam. Uh, he was playing the role of Stacey Jacks, and he did it really well. And like a few people said, he was a sort of a, you could tell he was a bit of a cut above the other actors in the way he was doing it. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. That was really good. And and I was surprised how well he sung because I have heard him sing at a pub and I thought he was terrible. Um, so my expectations So maybe were drunken low. Uh, pub singing was no, a bit no, different. No, no, he was a entertainer at the pub. So he oh. wasn't drunk. Um, I was though, so maybe I was listening drunkenly. I don't know. That um, could have happened. I mean, but yeah, no. I, and Henry may be listening to the podcast because he said he would. Uh, so anyway, hello, uh, he Henry. Did, <laughs> he did a great job. It was really good. The girl that played Regina was really good as well. And of course, I think she's great because I saw her at the improv com- This combat. sounds like Chris Eyes had been activated. Which chick uh, was it then? Uh, the redhead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was um, at the Forty Eight Hours, obviously. She played oh, the German she? chick that fell over. Oh, you've, oh that was her. Yeah, yeah it was. All yeah. oh, right. Okay. Uh, is it? I can't think of what her name is now. Alice. That's it. Alice. Yeah. I was going to say Alex, but. Oh yeah. So um, yeah. So she was good, and but Franz was like the best. This this little little guy, um, plays the son of the developer that's tearing up the strip from oh, okay. Germany, and he acts really gay, and he had the greatest run off stage. Flicking his arms like, uh, I, I just cannot do it justice, particularly on audio. But even looking at me wouldn't do it justice. It was amazing. So, yeah, no, it was a good show. The one critical thing I would say is that the the sound levels were the problem. Like, oh, I hate that. Yeah, every, yeah. every amateur production, now this is very broad because what I'm talking about is school productions here, really. Yep. Uh, they all seem to never get the peaking right or something's going on with the well, mics. they're flicking mics on and off and then somebody will be doing their yeah. song and they haven't flicked their mic on and then they'll flick it on. Yeah. And it's just annoying. It just takes you out of the experience. And I, the other I thing I that was really bad was yeah. they'd have a lot of chorus in the background. So two people will be, for example, singing yeah. on different sides of the stage like the same song but different times or whatever. And then you've got everybody else humming and they had everybody else's mics on and you couldn't hear the main singers over the, the hum or the so chorus. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, because I've come across this in stage productions, with especially schools, and they're always switching mics on and off in that, and I'm pretty certain you don't have to actually do that. I'm sure if you had a proper person or people or a proper soundboard, you can control it from the back of the... I don't know. But it does uh, make me wonder if there is a shortage of sound people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think so. And and it, so for me, I was really disappointed with that. And I don't mean that disappointed as in, oh, I want my money back, which I didn't pay for anyway. Uh, but, but I got a free ticket. Um, but it was more disappointed for the talent because they were, did a great yeah, yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. And if it wasn't for this, it would have been a magic evening. And, and it was just enough to bug me. But I think also that my whole experience with the film stuff and that has made me critical of those things because yes i think i would yeah in the past you wouldn't have noticed anything at all i might have noticed but i wouldn't have cared yeah yes i okay well that was good it sounds like it was a good show it was a good show and and the you know the performers were i keep meaning to go look at some of the uh very various uh shows that we have here in hamilton Uh, i just never have the money or i forget completely yeah yeah that happens. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm um, talking about things that are entertaining. We have been, we have caught up with Westworld. Do we want to talk about that? We have. Uh, give us the, give us the synopsis there, Chris. It's a HBO show. 
HBO show. Uh, basically, what's happening is they've created... Uh, I do just want to point out, sorry, real quickly, it's based on a movie from the 70s called Westworld, and there's a sequel as well with the same story. Is that where I knew it from? Because yes. I knew it from somewhere, and I thought it was if a If anyone book, knew it like, from somewhere from ages ago, it would be you. Yes. Yeah, no, because I told you, and I said, I'm sure I've read the book. That, that so makes the movie, sense. It was yeah, the first movie's called Westworld, and I can't remember what the sequel's called. And it follows very similar. And, now, and I want to watch them, so I'm going to track them down. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to do that. No, I must have seen that then. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, androids that um, are in a park, and people can come. And, you know, it's, it's a Western civilization, Westworld. Um, people can come along and, um, you know, kill the, or rape the guests, basically. That's that's the two options. No, you can you you can do whatever you want to these guests, and people do. The hosts, The hosts is what yeah. they're called, sorry. And the humans are guests. And uh, it's got amazing acting by Anthony Hopkins, Sir Anthony yep. Hopkins. And whoever plays um, Bernard. Bernard. He's good. He's uh, awesome. Ed Wood's in it and a whole bunch of other people. And it's. Why do I think keep thinking Bill Paxton? Are they? Do they look the same? Not at two? all. My God. You're just terrible. old. Terrible. Uh, but uh, check it out. Like, if you haven't checked it out now, uh, it's a brand new series and we're up to episode eight. eight. We've just seen episode eight. Yeah. So, uh, so definitely, definitely worth uh, watching. If you're a geek, you are already across all of this, of course, because it's one of those types of shows. And speaking of other entertaining things, um, Sam got me onto this. And uh, if you do want to listen to this, you don't want to listen to it with your kids in the car. Um, it's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's another podcast. And, you know, like our podcast, only smaller. Uh, <laughs> or maybe bigger. I don't know. Who's counting? Um, but, but it's amazing. So one of the guys, there's three people in the panel, um, and they're all broadcasters, I guess. No. I no? She's a broadcaster. One's an actor, and the other guy acts and writes. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, so the main guy isn't a broadcaster. Cause he, no, the he main guy's a writer. Really, oh, wow. He's really good. Um, so, yeah, his dad actually wrote this erotic novel, or, or a series of them, as it turns out. Yes. And, um, and he's reading it, but his dad just chapter gets... Chapter, every episode's a chapter, yeah. and they haven't read it beforehand, and, and... And they just interject with their... Uh, comments. Comments, and, uh, yeah. But the, <laughs> dad, but the dad's written it without any... Like, just written it straight from his head into the paper. That's it. Uh, there's no editing... There's half the words are wrong. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> no punctuation, obviously. and uh, But also no real understanding of the woman's body, <laughs> as grabbing somebody by the cervix might um, suggest. Or uh, uh, three-inch uh, three nipples like uh, rivets, rivets from the Titanic. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I've been only listening to this mainly because I've been going to work now, so I've got to drive to work. Um and so I'm listening to it in the car, and it's it makes me laugh all the way. There uh, and back so in the car, they've it's done, awesome. They've just finished their second season, so there's yeah, so almost, two books they've gone through. Yeah, I'm almost finished the first season. So, so and you up. can binge listen this thing. Oh uh, yeah, you can just and you'll be laughing out loud if you're wearing headphones. You end up just laughing out loud, and people look at because you because in the in the UK uh, they've started calling Monday Porn Day um, because that's when it comes out there. It's a it's Porn a, Day, yep, a, a British um, podcast, and um, yeah, and people are cracking up on the trains with their earphones, and other people know what they're talking about, laughing about. It's really hilarious. Make sure to check that out. Check that out. Check that out on your favourite uh, podcasting app.
Um, so that's my dad wrote a porno. Yes. Um, I've got some other stuff here, but I suppose we should talk about what's been happening in the last couple of days. Sam's rise to fame. My co-host has become more famous than me, and it's it's really pissing me off. Actually. I mean, that's a hard thing to do, is get more famous than Chris in his own lunchbox. Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... So, Secret San- New- NZ Secret Santa's been going actually, on. Stop, stop everything. Everybody, hold on. Will, we're talking to you now, Will. We've talked about the Secret Santa a bit, Will, but you don't seem to know what it is. So, listen carefully okay everybody we can resume now uh and traditionally i ran it for the real brief overview i did it i started it i ran it for the first three years at secret santa for people on twitter everywhere in new zealand simple um i ran it for the first three years new zealand post has run it for the last four years so this is the seventh year seventh time it's been run we get a bit of media feedback and occasionally i get mentioned because i am the creator and this founder time it's gone uh, batshit crazy i think is the term used there <laughs> that's the technical publicity term uh it's been mentioned on let me just rattle off a few websites or places you may have heard of um huffington post mashable bbc new york times today abc us in america You've got a ABC Australia interview, live interview tomorrow. Tonight, tonight. Tonight. I'm doing a, yep. So uh, the guy from New York rang me yesterday to do an interview about it, which was pretty mind-blowing for me. Uh, I was on the local radio station today. I'm on the Hits West Coast this afternoon at 1.30. This is Wednesday we're talking. Yeah, Wednesday. And tonight I'm doing a live interview with ABC Radio Australia, 7.30 their time. Yeah, and don't forget, you're in India today. Oh, India today. And um, Nigerian. The Nigerian <laughs> Times, I think it was called, so <laughs> I have made it. When you get to the Nigerian Times, you know you're, you're, you're an icon. I uh, also <laughs> got contacted by a guy in San Francisco, expat Kiwi, wanting to get contact with the NZ Post guys. So that was pretty cool too. Yeah, so and, old Web Sam, which is, uh, if you haven't figured out, uh, Sam's Twitter handle. Yeah, it's uh, everything. Sam's, Sam's been uh, well, yeah, it's everything. But Sam's been part of the Twitter um, group since early inception. So he's he's uh, a, a sort of major player in the old old Twitter. Yeah, I think that that that's the thing, the old Twitter. And I'm doing a story uh, in the f- near future with Troy. Yeah. Um, and it's a long form article about uh, how technology has changed over the years with people's usage, I think it was, something like that. Yeah. So hopefully... Um, were you allowed to share that? You oh, it'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what he's writing it for, so I don't even know where he works, so, you know. Yeah. There's an article coming out with my name in it. Yeah, How's yeah. that? Okay. And no, it's going to cool. be buried if it comes... Like, if you Google my name, I come up for... It's actually... It's quite scary, the amount of random stuff I come up for now. Yeah, it's... it's- what was hilarious is that last week, if you recall, because I think we mentioned it last week's podcast, uh, Sam was interviewed by the local radio station about the giant pumpkins. Yes. And then today, was it this morning, eh? Yeah, this morning. They rang you back and they go, okay, so we're talking to Sam again? What the hell? No, they were doing that live on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they didn't realize I, because yeah, a lot of people don't realize that I do lots of different things. 
Yeah, let's let's just plug the um, just check out web- shops. No, 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 no that's the, well, I've got to do op shop of the year next month. So uh, yeah, okay, uh, right. no, just check out websam.nz if you want to find out what I'm up to. But talking about um, random people on the internet, uh, did did you see the story about the Hamilton kid? He's an Instagram no. influencer. No, I haven't, and I just saw your story on it there, and I was like, oh, maybe. So I this check kid, that out. and to be honest. Um, oh, there's a video. I never knew there was a video. They must have just added that because that wasn't there before. Hamilton High School, high school student Daniel Andonov, Andonov, he gets paid to post pictures of products on his Instagram page. He has 19,000 followers. Now, all these followers and all this fun don't make him smile. He no. looks like he's depressed. Have a he look down. He doesn't smile in any no. of these photos. Uh, so Maybe he's Kanye's um, so since So the thing is, this is what cracks me up, and the, good on this guy. You know, he's getting paid. So people send him clothing, he puts it on, and he takes a photo of himself not smiling. He started charging companies $35 per product he features on the page. Oh, he's starting his own clothing website, and he's importing what he calls high-end fashion and offers it at a mid-range price. Who isn't doing that these days? But some of the comments were like, uh, it's interesting because this isn't breaking news and stuff, but he's way undercharging these people. Like $35... To a company to get the reach that he's getting is nothing. Yeah. Because to me, 19,000 doesn't sound like a lot. It okay, doesn't. it's, it's 19,000 more than I've got. So that, or probably I mean, this is, the, this is in the comments. So people are saying 19,000 isn't an influencer, not even close. No. Okay. Um, oh, and oh, here we go. He's had 36 Instagram posts. So he's doing really, really well with what he's got. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, I'm not really going to follow him. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. The the question is, should we put something in the diary to look at this in a year's time, and see if he's still on Instagram? We we should. We we've got the show notes, and we can we should schedule a calendar. Yeah, we should. Um, um, and just to see, because something tells me this is a little blip. A little blip. Yeah. Um, and oh, I'm not talking about those guys. Uh, oh, I will briefly. Some Palmerston North brothers have developed a rugby simulator, claimed to be the most advanced in the world. They've been working on it for 10 years, and they're going to use some sort of hologram technology now. What, what, what's the point of it? Oh, just because they, because they got... Uh, it, the story actually said 10 years ago, they were sick of Madden games and NBL games looking amazing, and then we get Jonah Lomu Rugby, which looks like a retard running around the field. Oh, does it? Compared to... I, I've not... Exactly. I've not so okay. these guys decided for the last 10 years... I assume they've been doing other things, but who knows? You can uh, just Google that if you... Oh, go to, actually, don't Google it. Go to the com for all the show note links. Yes, do that. Do that. We need the hits. Recycling tires, Chris. Have you yes. started a new business? No, but I thought this was really cool. So it, they're calling it a biofuel. I don't know if you can call it a biofuel if you make it from recycled tires. Where do the tires come from, Chris? They're made from oil. Where do they come from? Rubber. Dinosaurs. From, yeah, okay, right. Rubber and oil. All so, mixed a green together. startup company has surprised scientists by producing biofuel from old rubber tires that can run turbocharged diesel engines while reducing emissions by 30%. Very cool. Where's There's a very little downside to this, right? It sounds like it. Where's this happening? Uh, that's, you'd have to read the story to find that out. I'm oh, assuming God. it's not here, though, is it? Queensland. Oh, nice. Queensland. Um, yes, yeah, so, because um, I saw a bit of a video, but it was one of those, you know, on the Facebook videos that just has the words yeah. and bugger all else. Um, but they have, they've, they've set up the production facility by the looks of it, 
it um, gasifies the um, tires. So they put it into this furnace, gasifies it, like makes it, um, evaporates it. Yeah. And then condensation is where they oh, get right. the oil yeah, from. Yeah. Um, but also as a byproduct, they get all the steel out, you know, the, the wire, steel yeah. wire that's in the tires and all that. And that's all recycled as well. Um, yeah. So it's quite a good thing. And the now on the video, it said, uh, I think 1.5 billion tires a year are dumped. Yeah, well, we know about that because um, the tire ta- mountain. Yeah, we've talked about this before. If you go back in the show notes, do a Google search. We talked about the tires before. I can't remember where it was. Yeah, um, and they didn't know what to do with them, and they were slowly moving them. Somewhere. Yeah, they're moving them from one place to another. So this is huge because um, uh, in the video, the guy, you know, he's an Aussie, I think, uh, says, um, old, "Old dude," and he goes, "Well, I told them they're going to do this," and they said. What happens if you run out of tires? And he just looks at the camera like, "What are you no. talking about? Yeah, <laughs> we're, no. we're not going to run out of tires anytime soon." I, I think it's genius, and I think we, you know, um, they need some funding or somebody needs to jump in there and start making those plants around the world because um, you have one or two of those plants in New Zealand, um, and it gets rid of all these tires that are taking up all the space, um, and it's creating cheaper. Uh, fuel for trucks and things because most trucks are turbo um turbo uh what do you call it turbocharged turbocharged diesel engines so yeah very good that's what it works for so yeah so that's um that's that so that i i've got a link there we'll put the link in the show notes you can read more about it um like all the details that i didn't bother mentioning yeah it'll be interesting to see the process they had to go through to get till they could build the self-contained box yeah, I, it's everything. not a box. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Factory, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it would be quite good. Um, I think I thought we might add a little um, Bon Voyage segment to the show. Um, Chris is going to do the uh, intro music uh, a cappella. That was is pretty that good, good for uh, improv, and I just threw you <laughs> on the deep end there. Um, so, yes, these are... People, we're going to farewell this week because... Everyone's 20, dropping dead. 2016's just had that effect on people. So first of all, we've got Ron Glass. Now, uh, the geeks among you may know who that is. I didn't, actually, until I saw the photo. Yeah, I had to see the photo. Yeah, once you see the photo, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's... Is his name Book in the... From the book. The father from the book. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's the old black preacher dude from Firefly. Yeah, him. So, um, yeah, so he died. Um, so that's sort of sad because I really like Fly- Firefly. And if you haven't seen the Firefly um, series, season. you should watch it. Anyway. Um, and Ray Columbus. Ray Columbus died. I'm sure you've got – is there some sort of Ray Columbus story that you're going to throw Well, I, I knew Ray. Like, he was in my television living room um, – that's what All I thought. All the time when I grew up. Yeah, like, yeah. like, seriously, we had two channels. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we got two channels. Um, and, you know, and TV turned off at 10 o'clock at night with the Goodnight Kiwi. Um, we... We watched Ray Columbus all the time, so. But he did amazing things because he was uh, he got on the U.S. Billboard charts. I think it was they said he was the first one to make it into the charts in Australia. Yeah, first New Zealand to make it. Into and the he was in, in America Australia. touring around and stuff. Yeah, and, and he was also and, and it wasn't all back then. You remember the band Zed? I quite yeah. liked him. He was their manager. He he. Oh, I didn't he know managed that. Them. 
So you know, so he's still active in it. He's won a lot of awards. Um, and him, him and his band. Um, oh, they had a great name for the band. I've forgotten what it is. Was it something Brothers? No, no, no. It's like the Martian Invaders. It was like really out there. Um, Invaders, Space Invaders. I can't remember what it was called. But um, Ray Columbus and the whatever it was, they were inducted to the New Zealand Hall of music fame or whatever it is called, rock yeah. fame or something. Um, I think that was 2009 um, they were inducted. So, yeah, so Ray Columbus was a, a great musician. Most people won't know him, but the changes he's, you know, most young people won't know him, but the changes that has happened in New Zealand music because of him would be quite significant, I think. So um, shout out to Ray. Uh, thanks for all you did. And then finally, I've got on my list, and I'm, I think I'm sure there's a couple of other people, but finally on my list here is Fidel Castro. Um, he's, <laughs> I love that quote. Fidel Castro survived 683, or is it 638, I know, CIA assassination attempts, but couldn't survive 2016. Well, that's right. Because <laughs> it's a bitch. And that's, but that, uh, that's coming from the head of his security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who needs a job? So you could just he could just run in and throw a plate on the floor. Don't eat that it's poison. I saved you five hundred and one. Like you know, you could in that situation you would be exaggerating your role and what's happening. Oh, I, I would believe there would be hundreds of assassination attempts on him though. There would be a few, yes. There would definitely would. Uh, I've been reading the book Spycraft, which is all about CIA and how the operatives work and the gadgets and stuff they've done. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot, eh? Yeah, that is a ridiculous amount. But um, but I absolutely believe that they tried to assess him a lot of times. Um, however, what's interesting to me, and I might share this video on our Facebook page. I don't think I'll bother putting it on our website. Well, Sam can decide on that. Um, but there's a video of a BBC rec- reporter talking to a professor of somebody or other, um, sociology, about Fidel Castro. And this woman's going, you know, um, actually, Fidel wasn't as bad as everybody makes out. Um, he, you know, da-da-da-da-da, he, he did good things for people. Yeah, there wasn't perfect. There was a bunch of stuff he did wrong. But a lot of the stuff that you hear, particularly through, through American uh, media, is, you know, it's basically propaganda. Yeah. And the BBC correspondent, uh, the person interviewing it, was like, just didn't want to hear that, eh? It was oh. it was really interesting, and so I shared it on my own Facebook page. I'll, I'll share that, but I think we have this uh, just knee jerk reaction to a lot of publicity, and we think, oh yeah, that's that's what they um, that's what the way it is, and we hear that with China. Um, so I think I've already mentioned this before. China looks at the world in a different way, and they say things in a different way. Um, that doesn't make them necessarily wrong. Yeah. So we've got a cow pulling out of the uh, studio. <laughs> Every good podcast studio uh, has to deal with us. Well, you know, so we ha- we have on-site parking at our studio. Um, yeah, real on-site. <laughs> Normally it's fine because our flatmate should be at work. but um, Yeah, but today. she took the day off so she could go for a run. Yeah, I mean, that's the mentality of it. Um, <laughs> now, now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. Yeah, Fidel and, and yeah. So I, I think you've got to be aware of the biases in the media. And I think there's there's potential for a really good talk about that. And I was going to see if 
Joel Campbell could talk something like that in our next TED. Well, TEDx. reach out. You know, I have. And I have. Uh, see we'll what see. he does. And if you guys know John uh, and you think that would be a good idea, uh, let him know that uh, I'm serious and we can get him Chris on TEDx. Chris is stalking him. TEDx Rukura. That would be cool. Uh, so we are about to get on to sending our uh, Secret Santa gifts to our people. Are we? Well, Holy we crap, to, I haven't we really have to looked at them yet. No, neither have I, but um, don't worry about that. When, when, when do they have to be sent by? Uh, it's by I'm, the, I'm not asking for me, obviously. I'm asking for our listeners. By the Wow, by the time they're here, this is probably too late. By the fourth no, what? post, <laughs> Yeah, by the 4th for normal post, and by the 15th, I think, by courier. There's a sheer look of terror on Chris's face right now. That, that's like Sunday or something. Yeah. So, for but regular for regular post, you can courier it. I, I don't have another day off till the 5th. <laughs> You've got mornings free. Holy crap, I haven't even looked at this guy's profile. Yeah, I know, I've got to stalk my person, I might do that after this. But uh, once we get the uh, Secret Santa gifts, we will be doing the unwrapping or unboxing uh, on the podcast. and when, we will re- When we receive ours. We, yeah, yeah. Yep. And yeah, it'd be weird opening up the ones we just brought. But we will video that as well, I think, that'd be great. Yeah, no, that'd be absolutely good. Uh, probably Facebook Live it. Yes. And um, I think the cat wants to claw up my leg, so I think we should cut this off. About it him. is. Uh, so make sure to check <laughs> us out, all the usual usual places, uh, com, Chris and Sam Pod on Twitter, and the other one, the Chris and Sam Podcast on Facebook. Yep. Um, and you can find us there. All right. We look forward to hearing from you. If you've got any questions, you know any guests that you think we should have along, um, and we haven't heard anybody come back with uh, any ideas on how we're going to best pay Lush Monster back his dollar for that stupid bet we made back in episode something like 14. 18, 14, was it? So, uh, it yeah. haunts me, so I know the number. <laughs> we've got to give him a dollar, and we've got to do it in a way that yeah. is unique. All right, that's us. See you later. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.